It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com. Part 17. I get fired for quitting. Working from home was a hard-fought battle. One only because we went to the parent company's HR office. We submitted formal requests to work from home backed by miscellaneous documentation. If we shared we were concerned about infrim family members or if we ourselves had comorbidities, then our parent company would begrudgingly issue short-term work-from-home plans. Businesswoman went nuts and searched for more ways to act like a psycho. First, she scheduled individual supervisions over video, something she had never done before. In fact, she had never observed a single IOP, listened to any of my session audio, or provided any feedback on my job performance whatsoever. But now she scheduled little punishment sessions where we had to appear on video for her to confirm we weren't wearing pajamas. Second, she wrote a lot of new policy during this work from home time and created new forms she wanted us to fill out for targeting daily, weekly, and monthly goals. Obviously, we adapted quickly and found efficient ways to defeat her forms, but I knew in the back of my mind that businesswoman was going to keep innovating new ways to act like a psycho until she found the weapon to dismantle our contentness. The first time Trump prematurely declared COVID-19 was about to disappear from our lives, businesswoman released her ridiculous timetable for us to return to the office and welcome back in-person services. Even though I predicted she would have to scrap her plans, I applied for other jobs just in case she succeeded. While drinking a beer in one hand and swiping on jobs in the other hand, I watched TV and applied for anything that had to do with teaching so long as there was the easy apply button. If the job posting redirected to an offsite application, then I mentally wrote off that job. I reflected on how joining Esperanza Siempre had been an unwelcome detour toward becoming a teacher, but somehow became the best job of my life. Well, best job before COVID. Now that my resume boasted certified substance abuse counseling, lots more schools were interested in me. Before long, I had a phone interview with a charter school company looking to hire multiple teachers for the next academic year. The speed with which the charter school company hired me blew my mind. The HR lady sent me some sample curriculum, detailed student grading, and other spreadsheets before I accepted a call from a panel interview. The interviewers included the same HR lady, a superintendent, an assistant superintendent, and two principals from two of the five schools belonging to this charter school company. The panel verified that I understood how to interpret test scores and grade point averages, asked me to speed run through teaching that sample curriculum, 
thanked me for my time, then sent me an offer letter about as quickly as we hung up. I was over the moon happy to have finally reached my goal of becoming a full-time teacher. A full-time teacher on the condition that COVID didn't surge and spoil the year. So now I felt pretty confident that no matter what happened at Esperanza Siempre or my new school, I would at least be employed somewhere. With the whole summer ahead, I picked a date I thought would give the school enough time to replace me if I stayed with the IOP, and I wrote things out at Esperanza Siempre before deciding to leave or not. Businesswoman said something triggering over the phone almost immediately after I gained the confidence to talk back to her, so I gloated, consider this my 90 days notice. Coming this fall, your boy is a teacher. I felt pretty smug, but she became enraged and fired me for quitting. She also called back with the audacity to ask that I drive from my apartment to the office to return my work-issued laptop and smartphone. I gloated again. That's your problem to solve. Everything is going to be on my porch in a box. I wiped the hard drives on both the phone and computer and tossed each device outside. She sent some maintenance person from our parent company to come collect the gear, and that was the end of my employment at Esperanza Siempre. I felt guilty knowing old alpha male would struggle to keep virtual IOP going without me managing the technical side of things, but also felt relief that I didn't have to work again until school started. If it started. Would I qualify for unemployment? I wondered, a couple beers deep into celebrating my liberation from businesswoman's right-wing lunacy. By now, my friends at Esperanza Siempre had already reached out with their condolences, friendly ribbing, and best wishes. Also by now, I knew businesswoman had reported to HR that her reasons, plural, for firing me included gloating about a new job and forcing my coworkers and clients to view pornography. What? Malware infected one of our social media accounts not managed by me and displayed pornography for a hilariously awkward amount of time. Businesswoman, with impressive dishonesty or unbelievable paranoia, now blamed me for the sex images all over one of her abandoned attempts at online outreach. When I wrote my unemployment claim, I included a technical paragraph in case the government worker reading about my firing understood malware, and I included a layman's paragraph in case the government worker reading about my firing never heard of malware. Still, I figured getting terminated for forcing my coworkers and clients to view pornography was going to prevent me from receiving assistance. For the first month of staying home, I tightened my belt and lived very frugally. There were still three months until school started, if school started, and my money needed to last. Then one day, on my birthday to be exact, Arizona approved my federally enhanced unemployment claim and deposited a huge sum in my bank account. The total amount was backdated to the date of my claim, and I was to receive another $800 every next week. Fuck yes. Fuck you, businesswoman. Ka-fucking-ching. It's best if you don't reach out. The unexceptional late 30s male against COVID-19, genital herpes, and $18 an hour employment. For more adventures, 
visit my website, bestifyoudon't.com.